the best radio station in the world. In the world. Allflavorsradio.com is right here, right now. Hi, I'm Heather Hayward, and I'm tuned to the Drive Time Show with Wimbo and Naturally on AllFlavorsRadio.com. Go there, girls. Being insulted is amazing. It's one of the best things that could happen to you. Why? Because when people want to hurt you, they're going to come after you with something real. Nobody throws an insult at you that they think is patently ridiculous. The things that they insult you for are the things that they know are going to get under your skin. And if you can take that in, if you can let that pain wake you up to something that you may not have wanted to look at, if you can let that attack become something that empowers you because you're willing to listen. You're able to separate the message from the messenger. You're able to see that even though what they're trying to do is hurt you, that in there, there is a nugget of truth. And the way that I think about that is when people throw something at me, they're throwing a nugget of gold. And yes, it sucks every time you get hit in the face with a nugget of gold. But if you don't throw your defenses up, if you take that shot, suddenly at your feet is something very valuable, something that you can use. And all you have to do is be willing to pick it up, be willing to hold it in your hand and look at it and see it for what it is, which is the truth. And in the truth, then you can see how you really are. And once you see how you really are, then you can make that change. But it all begins with the pain. It all begins with the suffering. It all begins with an insult. It all begins with something aimed to take you down. But when you have the mentality of a learner, when your identity is around self-improvement, when the thing that makes up who you are is your single-minded willingness to stare nakedly at your inadequacies, suddenly you can change. Suddenly, it doesn't hurt so much to have somebody say something. As long as it's true, you're willing to use it. As long as it's true, you're willing to take it on board and see how you can improve and get better. But first, you must stop being willfully blind to your inadequacies. You must stop being willfully blind to the mistakes that you make. You must stop being willfully blind to the areas that you need to improve if you want to achieve the things that you say you want to achieve. But that's where people get stuck. They get stuck in self-esteem. They get stuck building their self-esteem around something that is weak, something that is fragile, something that can be attacked. And that's why you have to build your self-esteem around something truly anti-fragile, something that the more it is attacked, the stronger it becomes. And the only thing that I've ever seen that's like that is to identify as the learner. Once you identify, once your very sense of self is that of someone who improves. Someone who's willing to look at the truth. Someone who's willing to hear the hard and difficult and painful truths about who you really are because you know that the thing that makes you great is your willingness to look at that and to improve. Once you have that mentality, once you're willing to push yourself and improve and become something extraordinary, that is the thing that's going to give you that pride and that sense of self-esteem because you were willing to stare at the things that you find ugly about yourself. Because you know you can make them beautiful. And that's the difference between the person who throws an insult at you. They have not yet figured that out. And they need to tear you down to try to make themselves bigger. But you don't need to do that because you have an aim. You know what you're trying to become. And the relentless pursuit of that mandates 
that you accept who you really are right now as a means to figure out the new skill set that you need to acquire to live the life that you want to live. But focus only on that. Don't worry about people trying to tear you down. Don't worry about anything other than what is true, what is needed for you to cross the chasm of skill set to get from where you are to where you want to be. Because that is the most important question life is ever going to ask. Who do you want to become? And what's the price you're willing to pay to get there? So ask yourself right now, what price are you willing to pay for greatness?
Flavors Land, All Flavors World. How are you doing? How are you doing, chat room? How are you doing, uh, tuning crew? How are you doing, worldwide crew? And how are you doing? I am Wimbo77. And I am KJB. KJB. How are you doing, KJB? A lot better than last week. A lot better than last week. Yes, I know you wasn't too well, and now I've got the lurgies. I know, we switched. We switched, we switched, but it was inevitable, right? It was inevitable. Okay, so how are you doing out there? Just welcome in um, online. Joy McKay, Bella Ara and Norbert from Castries. Lovely to have you on board, as well as um, Worldwide Crew, as we said there. We had some great stuff over the start end with all the DJs, and we'll be giving you all a shout out very soon. And don't forget, we are running a competition as well in regards to... Our up-and-coming party on the 16th of July. We're going to be giving you out some details for that and how you can get, grab yourself some free tickets in order to come and join us. What's that? Thank you, Joy McKay. Thank you. Blessings to you also. And it's your choice to be or not be exploited. You are the church. It is written and read in the read it in the scriptures well joy that is something and you have touched on our question for tonight and what is that um dj kjb our question for our listeners tonight is are churches ex- sorry do churches no, sorry i do apologize do churches exploit their members or do they genuinely have a loving concern for them right so as you well know, listeners, that we don't we generally don't tackle politics or religion on this show. And we're not having a bash at religion or anything like that. So it's just something that's come to light, something that we've spoken of recently about the SPAC Nation Church and really the developments with that. So um just keeping you posted as to what's been happening in regards to that church. And really what they were doing in order to be in the position that they're in today. And we'll be talking about that a little bit later. A little bit later. So what is our national day for today, DJ KJB? Our national day today is selfie day. So smile. National selfie day. That's right. Do you guys like taking selfies? I don't. I don't particularly take selfies, (laughs) to be honest with you. I let someone else take the picture for me. Right. Right. But as you, I know you've got your little gadgets. Thing going, I know. You you love them little selfies. Well, not so much these days, but yes, I do get on it. I do my regular videos. I do them for my social media. 
um, platforms and um, all flavours DJs. Yeah, let's get your socials into me so I can upload to our group forum so everyone can see who you are because we have some great DJs here on All Flavours and presenters here on All Flavours Radio. So National Selfie Day says thanks to social media and the smartphone, June the 21st, because it is June the 21st, 2022 today, it recognises a form of self-portrait that couldn't exist without them. It's National Selfie Day and we are encouraged to take creative, appropriate selfies and share them on social media. Yeah. It says, while the act of taking selfie may predate social media smartphones and the world itself uh which is now in the oxford dictionary selfies actually in the oxford dictionary mm-hmm. wow the popular po- popularity of taking these self-portraits keeps increasing yeah and the ability to take them gets easier all the time selfie sticks multifunctional camera phones make it all too convenient to take these kinds of phot- photographs as well as group selfies aka groupies yeah i remember once we were in, in town and there was a group of people taking pictures and i i'm, I'm terrible listeners because i all, always photobomb maybe i shouldn't do that so um as they're all crouching down there's someone else on the other side taking the picture i go in and do some really crazy kind of move in the background you know with it and probably when they're looking they're like who is that crazy woman in the background of the photo because obviously they don't know me but yeah groupies i love taking groupies we took one with it was george dj george flavors laro dj laro yourself and myself uh, um dj laro's earth strong wasn't it yes so i'm yet to post that one up guys um, so you can I have to send it over to you and you could give me the approval, the thumbs up of yes or no on that one. Free, free strapping lads. Yes. And alas. Laughing lads and alas. So it's really great. So selfies have become so popular that most common types of selfies are earning names for themselves. Most of them are about documenting a moment in time, though others merely capture a look. They're called selfies. After all, they usually feature a single person and that's the person taking the photo However, not all of them are about the photographer. We've gathered a few of them to, that may be worth checking out. So what are some of the um, faces and things that people pull as selfies? Well, one's called a duck face selfie, mm-hmm. which <laughs> it means the subject pushes out their lips almost as if going for an extravagant kiss. And it turns into a duck bill instead, hence the duck face. I've done one of those. You've done one of those as well, haven't we? When you're just playing about and you're like, you're pulling that striking yeah, a pose kind it's of thing. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's, just like, <laughs> it's like striking a Just before they take the selfie, you just change your facial expression, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. It's just, it brings a bit of comedian, comical kind of picture. So there's the duck face selfie. And I know, Joy McKay, I know you like to take a good selfie, right? Let's have a look and see what you're saying there. Okay. I know that you like to take a good selfie. There's also car selfies. So social media is full of channels in which video casts located from the seat of one's car. They're informative, helpful, political and funny. So it shouldn't be a surprise to us that um, car selfies are a thing too. So people taking pictures in their cars. Uh, yeah, I remember, I know I know this is just a side point, but I remember they used to take selfies where they they got the phone mm. on, on uh, position and the car's moving. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a video those? one. That's a video one, but... You know yeah, got, yeah. We're not saying that. We're trying to keep it um, 
health and safety conscious regarding <laughs> the selfies. So? Yeah, because because when you talk about a car self, we mm. just got we got to be make sure what, what we mean by that. Taking a picture, so not while you're driving or anything like Thank that. Thank you. I just just clarify. <laughs> okay. I'm just clarifying. That. Okay, it's not while you're driving, but obviously. Um, you know, two people in the car, you take the selfie, that kind of thing. Oh, okay, beautiful. so it's not, we know the laws in the country now that we cannot touch our phones while we're driving. So we're not encouraging that kind of thing. Uh, mm. It's while you're stationary, your keys aren't in the the ignition, and you're just taking a picture of yourself in that kind of way, okay? Oh, this is the next one. What's the next one, um, DJ the, KJB? The next one is a bathroom selfie. Bathroom Ooh. selfie. Uh, it says, where do we... Ooh. Okay, yeah. sorry. Where do we look look <laughs> at our best? When do we look our best? Before the winning stress of life hits us, we look our best in the bathroom. bathroom. And it's mm. quite funny. I'm sure that most of us, you have to put your hands up to this, beautiful listeners, that you you have at least been in, in the bathroom once, sat on the toilet with your phone. But that's not the kind of selfie I think people would want to post. But some people take <laughs> they, some people take selfies like that. You'll be quite surprised. Uh, nothing surprises me when you've got a phone in your hand. To be honest, exactly. You just you're, you're open. You're open. If open. someone's got a phone and you're doing something nowadays, yes. you, you 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 can do it without. It's been taken without even you knowing. That's that's true as well. That is true. But really, we shouldn't be taking pictures of other people. But it does happen. It, it, I, there's been. So I have many done incidents. it actually. I have. There, there are was... incidents, about, but I'm talking about selfies that are are not appropriate as well. Mm. There are some mm. people taking that were are st- or still are taking selfies that are n- are not appropriate. Appropriate. And, yeah. and obviously, the individual is unaware. So, okay, but this is that's a side point. So yeah, that's just but side. we're talking about selfies, and that is selfies, yeah. related to the person taking the picture of themselves. Okay, it cool. is natural, right. uh, national. Sorry, um, selfie day. Hence, what the reason why we're talking about selfies, and we are all in one way, shape, or form tied to our phones. And then, yeah, we just grab the phone out, and then mm. we just start taking pictures. Another um, selfie is a pet selfie. So next, next to our life partners, who do we love the most? Our pets. Well, I don't know about that. Um, but yes, lots of people love their pets. And we take selfies with our cats, dogs, lizards, parrots, and so many more pets. I, I, think, that's, I think that's just a British thing. British people love animals. Yeah. So I think that is, that's a natural thing to do. Mm. The love of British, British people, the love of the, of the animal is such that they they love taking pictures with their pets. Of their, that's right. With their cats, lizards, parrots, and so on. And bestie selfie. BFF, friends, friends forever. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so it's um, bestie selfies. Our besties nights tie with our pets for our love. Okay, so it depends on the person that we we really close to, and in either way, we take lots of selfies with our best friends. BFF, right? That's that's the whole point. Mm. You want to capture the moment. All these yeah. things, all these selfies are about capturing the moment. Capturing the moment. That's that, right. That unfiltered, mm. not posed with. It's just a natural snap. But the natural. thing is, these days, it's the filters and all the unnaturalness mm. of it all, right? Yeah, and sometimes that you, you because sometimes when you do see a selfie, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. That's they've they've done a few things before yeah. taking a picture. I like the. Personally, I just like it in the moment. Yeah. Just just in the moment. And the thing is, we've gone from, they used to say, oh, it's Photoshop, didn't they? Something's a Photoshopped. 
Well, most things come with a natural um, filter these days, mm. but it doesn't mm. need to be Photoshop. But yeah, so bestie selfies. What other ones are there, MDJ, KJ? Well, there's, there's foodie selfies, mm. which is kind of self-explanatory. It's just like, you know, trying to, if you're trying an exotic fruit or you're at a restaurant and the plate comes in front of you and mm. it looks so amazing, before you eat it, you just want to take... Snapshot. Yeah, snapshot. Yeah, and just and just cap, capture that moment before you devour it because yeah. you don't want to you don't want to take a selfie after you've eaten, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we see lots of plates of food. Um, I know someone that they cook and they take pictures, and it's quite yeah, nice. And yeah. the funny thing is, with all these, um, I was talking about these things that you can actually monetize taking pictures, take literally taking pictures of yourself. Instagram's a place for that. Although they say that it's only 2% of the population that actually tap into Instagram. It's quite a small percentage. But that was a place where a lot of people uploaded pictures of, you know, various things that they do. Mm. They do. Yeah, and Facebook was, before that it was Facebook, Facebook yeah. People yeah. used to, um, selfies, went like, like holiday snaps, mm. restaurants. If they're at a festival, they'll do a quick, do you know what I mean? Or quick snap and then they'll post it yeah so there was a lot of that i don't know about now because i'm not really on facebook but i don't i guess something our, our um listeners can tell us if, if that's still live if that's still a thing that they mm. if people are doing and then um, joy mckay says it's progress in technology but then she says careful they they all go somewhere sometimes to the worst place what do you mean by that um joy mckay let us know um careful that it, they go somewhere else is it that they go up into the cloud is it uh you know is it the reason for ai because there was something that i saw recently it's not, doesn't have anything much to do with um selfies but it kind of does and it's you can create an ai or an avatar of your face and upload that to the meta because you know this whole facebook yeah, and, the metaverse isn't it yeah, yeah. Mm. facebook and instagram is part and whatsapp as well and whatsapp is part of metaverse meta, facebook's meta, gone it's all metaverse mm. so they're changing things they, they are because they changed my avatar i really don't like it but anyway he's getting back to the selfie so we've got the glamour selfie the glamour selfie other than the bathroom selfie sometimes we look really really good good hair day the makeup is pristine and you're dressed to impress right well while you didn't get all dressed up to take a selfie, or did you? For some of us, the opportunity may not come around again. It's the best to get some proof. So it's a, it's a good time if you have dressed up and made an effort to get that snapshot, that selfie snapshot. I think it's good. Yeah, because if you think about it, every day you go to work and, you know, you talk about your weekends mm. and you think and you're telling people well, you went here, you were dressed up and... And, you know, some people look at you like, yeah, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they, that, they're not really that. They're, they're listening, but they're not really listening because you say that, yeah, they always say they're going that. But if you actually got in a selfie, you say, I went and you can, you know. You scroll and show. Scroll and say, oh, this, this is where I went. Yeah. So but... it's, 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 it's nice. It's, it's a nice way to, um, to elevate your weekend mm-hmm. in the sense that you can keep it going. And like you said, to capture the moment and as well. capture the moment, yeah. Because... Um, yeah, it's very different. You know, when we were growing up, we didn't have the opportunity to capture so many memories. But then the memories that we did capture, they were printed up. So we'd have an album. We'd have an album of pictures, right? Yeah, and probably the album of pictures, because you show people look for your album. Mm. And I, we know 
that yeah. happens and it people oh, that's and they slip it out and actually you know that picture's gone missing. So but with, with I guess with selfies, because it's on your own device, you can you can still You can print up as many. You can print up as many as you want, but also you can show people but then But then you want to see a picture of you on your own, like it's No, no, I'm saying to ce- to celebrate what you may have done. It okay. might be a celebration of, of, of going out, a celebration of achieving something. Mm. Um, in the in, in in you know a funny one in the bathroom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Can, it's, it's something that people. But the thing is, the good thing is, once you close it, it stays with your phone. Yeah. It's not out in the ether. Very true. Do and so, do you sense? do you take selfies, beautiful people? Do you take selfies of yourself? Do you take pictures of your cats with you and so on and so forth? Because there are a couple more here. Things such as celebrity selfies. Everybody wants a celebrity selfie. Like they've met some a celebrity on the road and like, oh, can I get a picture with you? So it's yep. Yeah, I've me. done it. Oh, you've I've done, done it. Ashley as well. Cole. Okay, I've there you Ashley go. Cole. Looking, name dropping. Well, you know, you, you, got, you got to do it sometime, <laughs> innit? It's the only opportunity I'm going to get. So hey, yeah. I'm going to throw it in there. Okay. I, I took a selfie with, with Ashley. Yeah, yeah. So that's and how was that not like taking that and having that memory? I didn't realize how short he was. Is he short? He's short, man. I stood next to him. He's like, Lord. <laughs> but he was a cracking player. That's the weird thing. But when I was up against him, I'm like... Does height mean anything? No. It just made me realise that it's not about height. It's just how you use your, your abilities. Exactly. Your attributes. There you go. It doesn't matter about your height and your stature, but really how you use your ability. So the celebrity. And that's very true. You'll find that a lot of actors are a lot shorter than they appear to be on screen. So when you are taking that selfie, you're like, oh, wow, you know, it's just something completely different to what you'd have kind of expected. Yeah, honestly, it's it's totally different. Yeah, we also have travel selfies, baby selfies, tattoo selfies. There's there's quite a few (laughs) there on that list. There's quite a few. Well, when you think about it, you can can selfie your whole life. Very true. 24-7, you can just selfie it. There's Mm. every aspect of your life on that that list Mm. that... That is a part of you or a part of somebody and you can just, you know, no end to selfies, really. Yeah, yeah. But like we say, you can uh, monetize, you can do many things with them. Um, Stay on your phone, you get a new phone and then all those ones are lost. Sometimes that's what happens. I tend to, well, you have the cloud where you can upload your pictures to the cloud. That's one, one way I think that Apple does it. Or you can download them onto a hard drive. And keep mm. them, but I, I I don't think there's anything better than having them in an album, and being able to look and see um, the moments because that's what it is. It's all about moments. So how do we observe National Selfie Day, um, KJB? It says take selfies of you and with a friend or family. Post your favourite selfies from your travels or from group group gatherings. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not very good at taking selfies, we've got you covered so the seven selfie taking tips okay um under this national selfie day which i'm sure you might you might post post the tips if you want okay so i'm not sure the tips are yeah you're not sure but i guess yeah you know we can can always post a few tips if you want us to well we've seen those ones up above haven't we Mm, like mm, you know mm, the selfie mm, selfie or the groupie mm, the duck mm. selfie the car selfie quite quite self-explanatory really isn't it quite a lot but if you Mm. are taking pictures of yourself today then it's hashtag national selfie day 
we're observing it and it's lovely to um, keep those memories, to hold on to those memories and share those memories with others. Yes, Jay. I was going to say, um, and all flavours have a, um, a, shin, a, a soiree, <laughs> soiree coming up. Yes. So it'd be interesting, maybe there'll be opportunities there if the listeners are, are want to join into the, oh, the competition. Yes. You can win a, win some tickets and you will be there to be able to take your own. Take selfies, your own selfies with selfies, all the DJs. All That'd the be DJs. great, wouldn't it? All right. An so an incentive. That's in it. So ready to party again, boat style. That's going to be here in about two, three weeks time. All right. It's come around very, very quick. So I'm going to keep pushing that tonight, that our event, and you can actually win some tickets tonight here on the show. All right. Remembering... Our question as well this evening, do churches exploit their members or do they generally have a loving concern for them? We'll see y'all in five. This is the station with all your music in one place. I'm with Bo 77. And I'm Naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show. Every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8pm. We discuss fun facts, the word of the day and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room. Domi Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your £20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk We ready to party again Are you? Join the pink frilly tutus Join the walkers, the joggers the runners, join the people remembering friends, family, loved ones Join the kids, the mothers, the grannies Join those who are living with cancer, join those who have beaten it Join the most fantastic day Join the 5 and 10k events making a difference in the fight to beat cancer Join the girls this summer at Tesco and Cancer Research UK's Race for Life. Join now. Find an event near you at raceforlife.org. Hi, I'm Eric, 30, looking for a girlfriend. I've got a good job, keep fit, have a mental health problem. Laid back, but... I know, you lost interest after I said mental health problem. You're not alone. When I put this dating ad online, I received 81% less interest than the exact same ad two weeks before. The only difference? Back then, I didn't mention my mental health problem. It's the assumptions you make about people with mental health problems that hurt the most. To see Eric's story, search online for time to change. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. All Radio.
tuning Worldwide crew And all you silent listeners Giving a big shout out to Bella Ara from Munich How you doing Ara? Also giving a big shout out to George Flavors Sour Malaysia, how are you and the family doing? And Mumra, how are you doing? Joy McKay. As well as Guest 573 from London. Don't forget you can catch DJ Laro tonight from 8 till 10 after the Let's Talk Drive Time show. And we're keeping it with this nice soul vibe tonight. Old classics. And that was the sounds of James, um, sorry, Dennis Edwards featuring Siddhar Garrett. Uh, Don't look any further. Of Phyllis Hyman. Quest. Let us know, we'll play it for you. Great to have you on board, Ara. And well done for Saturday. You can catch Ara on the Saturday afternoon at one o'clock. Baby 
shout out to Gal Gal. How are you doing, Gal Gal? To Carlo. Naturally, Lily. She should be back in the hot seat. Well, that's if um, DJ KG B wants to give it up. <laughs> in the f- um, very soon. Send a big high five and a shout out to Ray Chanel, Taylor. I'm congratulating you on the little baby boy. As well as John John. Send you guys love, peace and light. There of Phyllis Hyman, you know how to love me, and that was the extended version like seven minutes <laughs> long. So, we're gonna go into our history right now. And tonight, we're speaking as it is Windrush Day tomorrow. Um, we're going to be speaking, yes, DJ KJB. Our history today is yeah. a Windrush Day. Yes. This day on the 22nd of June, celebrated in the United Kingdom, and this is celebrated every year. Mm, mm, that's right. So the, the day marks the arrival of the Afro-Caribbean Im- immigrants um, to the shores of Britain and honours the British Caribbean community. An estimated half a million people made their way to England after the Second World War, and the first Windrush Day was held on the 22nd of June, 2018, after a successful campaign led by Ad, um, Patrick Vernon, since then more and more people have started participating in Wind, Windrush Day celebrations. I, I remember that when that started because we went to one, do you, do you recall? And um, one at the back by Ashley Road. That was the first one in 2018. Yes, we went to that. We went to that. Yes. We did go to that. We, yeah. were, we were part of that, thankfully. It seems like such a long time ago, doesn't it? Seeing as um, 2018 um, came. But obviously, we've had all this time in between 2019 through 2021, three years. Yeah, because we had, the, obviously... Of not being able yeah. to get together. Mm. So now, mm. we know tomorrow is um, first uh, is Windrush Day. And that really, you know, why not celebrate it? Why not celebrate it? It is a day to observe and show empathy with the hardships that our previous gen- generations, the Black Britons, endured, and that we still go on to endure today, right? Well, well I see, I flip it. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, we're talking about just after the Second World War. Yeah. So this country had been devastated by war. Yeah. It was just come like coming out, up from the ashes, we can say. Yeah. So when you think of of the contribution since then mm. that the, those Afro-Caribbean immigrants and obviously the generations after that made to this country, mm. this is why the country it's has become up. so successful. Yes, yeah. That's why we, I know we've done an, uh, 
article last week uh, regarding um, regarding the the graduates not being mm. able to come mm. and work in this country. Mm. And um, yeah, really, at the end of the day, the, the fact is that our forefathers that came before us, they that is what they they did. They came, they built up. They it's, as it says there on the twenty second of June, nineteen forty eight. Um, through um, 492 Caribbean people arrived at Tilbury Dock, Essex on the Empire Windrush. Now, I know that a lot of the time that they like to refer to the Windrush ship, as it were, because they came many, in many other ways. And while news reports claimed that the number was 492, the ship's records show that more than a thousand passengers were on board. So the United Kingdom suffered significant losses after the Second World War and the British government decided that it was essential to recruit Afro-Caribbean migrants for the production of steel, coal, iron, food and running public transport. Yeah, and the traditional, the, the transition wasn't smooth at first for the Caribbean immigrants faced violence, intolerance from mm. the majority of the, the white Caucasian population. Black people were also banned from many pubs, clubs, churches and sometimes um, some housing. That's quite interesting housing that they were, ba- well. they were banned from churches. We'll go on and talk about that yeah, later, aren't we? Yeah. Because you'd think that the churches would be the first people that would accept them in. But obviously black people were banned from many different places. It's, 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 so, it's so bittersweet. Because the Caribbeans, the first Caribbeans that came over were invited to come. Yeah, yeah. They were invited to come. They were they were encouraged to mm. come to mm. make this country great again, basically. To build, like it said, to go into industry. Yeah. To to go into um um services like nursing. Yeah. Like public transport. And then to to to, to to be made to feel yes I'm, I'm going to make come a journey and be come un- and welcome and, yeah. and then to become unwelcome yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean mm. bit a bit a bit a bit sweet but they stuck it out they did and it's quite funny because I know my granddad came via through Canada but he came by aeroplane so a lot of our uh, um, ancestors not we'll call them ancestors because they're not ancient but our forefathers we can call them that that they came via many different ways. So it wasn't just on the Windrush boat, as is claimed, but obviously it's Windrush Day because that was one of the ships that brought, like it said, over a 1,000, although they said 492,000 immigrants into the United Kingdom. So this Patrick Vernon, he recognised the importance of the day and called for its commemoration to acknowledge the contribution of migrants to British society, culture and economy. And Vernon also launched a petition to this effect in 2013, which was followed by another campaign in 2018. It says, during the Windrush scandal, officials accepted mm. the petition and the government declared June the 22nd has National Windrush Day. Yes, that's lovely. Um, do you feel that we're being recognised, although we know tomorrow is the tw- uh, the... Windrush Day, I think the 19th of June was the Juneteenth, but that doesn't really relate to us, but it's another celebration Mm, mm, in the mm. Americas. And when we look at these days of commemoration and recognition and remembrance, are we really getting 
still getting a raw deal, regardless of the things that, that we've come and we've done within the countries that we've we've gone in and worked in. Well, when you think about it, the initial the initial contact of, of migrants to this country, they say 1948, but we know yeah. there was long, people long of colour long before then. Yeah. But if you think from 1948 to 2018, mm. to get recognition for your contribution is sad. It's sad. Yeah. We've got recognition for it, but it's taken how many years? 1948, 2018, we're talking about like 78 years? Yeah, a long time. And st- long yet still... Time. Yet still over the start end, our young two young black boys were murdered. This is something that's continuing. So I, I know that it's probably two separate things, but yeah, they've come, they've built up the country, but there's there's an offset, another side to our community. Well, when you think that the initial grant provided mm. to, to celebrate National Windwash Day... Yeah. Was only five hundred thousand pounds. Right. Five hundred for nearly eighty, ninety years of contribution. Mm. Obviously, you know, in commerce, in in hospitality, in all different areas. Yeah. That the African Caribbean migrants contribute to five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Come not on, much, is it? It's not when you think about it. It's not much when you think it's countrywide. Mm. Mm. Countrywide, five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Contribution. You know that's 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 poultry. Mm. That's poultry. That's not really recognizing the contributions to me personally. So you can understand why there is this. There's so still so many issues. Yeah. Because so- the contribution towards Rinrush was only five hundred thousand. Contribution towards um, saving lives. And improving the lives of our youngsters. How much is that worth? More than at, at the moment, it doesn't seem like it's worth much because mm. not much has changed. In that sense, I'm talking about what you've just mentioned. Yeah, that's been going on for a little while now. It's not. That's not new news. It's new news every time a life is sadly lost. But that goes to show that there are still major obstacles and or inroads to make. Really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, what is the timeline then? Of Windwash Day, and let's see. So they said they abolished um, slavery here in this country in 1833. So William Wilberforce leads the abol. Bol- I could never say this word. Um, abolitionist. abolitionist. Yeah, <laughs> crusade against slavery, and that was in 1833. And then there's the first generation. Yeah, in 1948, the first generation of Windrushers arrives at Tilbury Dock. Essex. That's over a hundred years. That's more than a hundred years. That's like a mm. hundred and thirteen mm. years later mm. that the first generation come. But like as you said, that our presence has been here a lot longer than nineteen forty eight. That's something we have to remember because this is something that perhaps they want to um dilute out of our history when we have been here. We fought in the First World War. And that was 1930, 1914, right? Mm. The First World War. There were brothers here before that. There were, our presence was here before that. Plus, in, from the Tudor times, our presence was here in those times. So in this case, when we're talking about the Windrush, we're talking about after the Second World War, mm. Mm. where the country needed to be rebuilt. But our presence has been in the UK for a lot longer than just the Windrush 
um, generation. However, we are in recognition of the Windrush, yeah? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and then to follow that, in 1971, mm. the Immigration Act followed. Commonwealth citizens in the UK are officially permitted to live in this country indefinitely. So that's quite interesting that they'd been here since 1948 and then the citizens, the Commonwealth citizens in the UK were officially permitted to stay and live in the country. Again, the timeline's quite long, isn't it? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Recognition, we're just talking about Windrush Day. Yes. Has a a recognised day for the for Afro-Caribbean immigrants that came to help Mm. rebuild this country. Mm. But really, we weren't really recognised until this act, Immigration Act. Because even before 1971, we could get deported. Mm. But they were doing that just recently, though. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Again, 2019, they had that, the Commonwealth, so the Windrush... um, scandal in 2018 mm, mm, yeah mm, where mm. immigration's rules were tightened for those who live in the UK and work in the UK so some people that came over per- perhaps on their parents passport didn't have personal passport the government took the papers and shredded them all so they were sending lots of people back that had the right to be here and in, in, you know they had the right to be here because in 1971 mm. the Immigration Act came into yeah. play which permitted once you lived here from 1948, if you were here mm. up until 1971, then the act covered you. So yeah. you had indefinite, indefinite stay, leave to stay. But we know, like I said, the scandal, there was a scandal. So even in, in 2018, mm. 19, we were still trying to get recognition for those immigrants mm. that had the, the, the that right, had the to, right stay. to stay. Yeah, and they they ruined, they wrecked a lot of homes, they wrecked a lot of um, lives with this scandal. Although, so we we are recognising Windrush Day um, tomorrow's recognition of um, or celebration or observation of uh, Windrush Day. However, the 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 scandal still continues because there's a lot of people that have been displaced because because of what the government has done in regards to Windrush. What are your thoughts out there, listeners? Tell us what you think in regards to Windrush Day. Tell us what you think. Do you know anyone that's been affected by the scandal, perhaps, in 2018? And are you happy to celebrate or have a day, a Windrush Day, that is there to commemorate the immigrants that came to the country or to the shores of the UK on June the 22nd, 1948? Let us know. Let us know what you think. Okay, so Windrush Day facts in um, DJ KGB. What are some of the facts behind it? It says, Windrush Day celebrates the British Caribbean community's sacrifice and contribution to Britain. Mm, That's the first thing. It recognises the sacrifice and contribution Mm. to, to Britain. So like what you said, the nurses came. A friend of mine, Beverly, she's done a whole series on... The, the nurses that came and worked in this country. Okay, so that was the first thing. Plus, it said all the, the, the workers that came for the underground to work on public transport. We know that a lot of West Indians, that was the, that's what they did. And British, British transport, London transport, yeah. plus... Um, Ford, maybe the Ford steel. Ford manufacturers, yep. Yep. steel, so that's cars. 
and and that was still under the guise that they still weren't really welcome. So yes. though they were here working, yeah. there were still places that they couldn't go or they couldn't walk or they couldn't get into. It's it's quite interesting because I worked at a place on Friday night and um, we was like singing there and it, it was a lot of Irish people in there. And the, the guy goes to me, it was an Irish man, he says, we're, we're a lot like you blacks, you know. Right, that's what he said because our struggle was the same. Because it's true, they had no blacks, no dogs, no Irish, no dogs. Mm. We were put into that category. And um, so the Irish have had it just as bad. So coming in to the the situation, but still, uh, we've watched some of those old sitcoms like on the buses or... Oh my (laughs) God, don't even get me me started. Love Love thy thy neighbour. It's unbelievable. Death to to us part. I and when you watch it now, when you watch those things now, it's it it makes you kind of cringe. No, but it reflects it reflects the attitude mm. and the thinking. Yeah. In 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 the seventies, that's how that's what they thought of us. Wow. But they do were, they still think the same? This is a thing. Well, the reason why it's it's a little bit no, yeah, I think they. I think in certain quarters they do. They mm. do. It just, the difference is now because of 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 um sky and instagram and all these different social networking sites and major tv channels some of the attitude because now we're being our, our faces are worldwide we're yeah. being seen worldwide we've always been there no yeah. we've always been there but what i'm saying the attitude of people because we're now worldwide mm. and they see us in in corporate they see us in hospitality. They see and they see us front in TV programs. They see us front in entertainment programs. They see us doing video. Do you know what it's I mean? It's not time, really. It's, I think. Yeah, this major sports stars now. Yeah. So, so now, now, now we're, we're more readily accepted. Mm. Whereas in the seventies, we didn't have none of that. We didn't have none of that. We did it, have to fight. Yes, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, so I totally agree with you. So the 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 stereotypical way we were seen. Mm. That's just what it was. It's just what it was. But now, obviously, we are breaking barriers. We are breaking so through are. a lot of things and, and showing that we're just as good. Yes, and it's thanks to those 500 mm. who initially made the journey. Yeah, yeah. So how do we observe um, Windrush Day? Try some Caribbean cuisine. Well, I'm making a pot of soup downstairs because, like I said, we're not being 100% in this house. So Caribbean cuisine, something to offer for everyone. All right. So what's your favourite Recipe, Caribbean recipe. What that I cook or that I like to see you eating? like that you like, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many there's to choose from. I love curry goat, I like fried mm. chicken, I like stewed. Oh no, I'm not even gonna, I, the list is endless to be honest. Wow. And the thank, list is endless. Thank you, Joy McKay. She says your grandmother was a nurse in 1949, so my grandma nursed here in this country. All right, oh wow. And how what was do you know her experience? How how um what was her experience as a nurse uh being i don't know if she was from the wind rush so if it was 1949 yes mm. very close that's a year after isn't it um the wind rush docked in tilbury so how, what was her experience joy mckay we'd love to hear that um bella ara says oh, let's go up to the top here she says first i saw the the word wind rush was as the name of the school in South London. Later, I heard of Windrush Generation, Windrush Scandal. The vessel was actually a German one taken over by the British and steered to the Caribbean to pick up service personnel 
who were out there on leave and returning to work, space space left on the vessel was sold to civilians who too wanted to make their way to the UK as they were of the impression it would be for them a better life to go to the motherland as they thought. Oh, It's quite funny because my dad, Trevor, he says that they used to tell him in Barbados that the streets in Britain were paved with gold. <laughs> and that's why a lot of them came as well. They thought that the streets here were paved with gold. They must have got quite a rude awakening when they came, right? And this, this is what I'm talking about, about stereotypical views. Yes, yeah. Those are the views. Wow. And like Arya said, oh, it, we're going to make a better life. Those are, mm. the, those are the views. Wow. And when they got they, here, they, they were pushed. cold. They didn't have no coat, so they were freezing cold. I have a book there, it's called uh, Black Britain, it's such a great book, and um, it highlights some of the things that our, our fellow, or... Generations. Genera- yeah, that, had, to, came, had to, to face. Yeah, yeah. suffer. And they yeah. suffered. Yeah, cramped cold Still conditions. Still suffering. <laughs> cramped cold conditions, no mm. toilets. Sometimes they had outhouses, but no toilets indoors. Yeah. They had so bath they had pans. Do, there was no bath sometimes. Yeah. They had to bath pan. They had, <coughs> they had paraffin no heaters. Paraffin heaters. Do you know what I mean? It was, you know, tough. Was tough. And some of the, there was mold and, and damp. So that's not, cha- well, some of that's not changed because we see the conditions yeah. that some people are yeah. living in, the, the, in this day to day. Um, Joy McKay says, we were all British. We could only get a British passport after... Um, 1962 Jamaicans could get their Jamaican passport okay and I says as they thought and were taught England was in those days and um, our also continues David Lammy what has become of him he was the the one I first heard draw attention to Windrush children and um, he did I think David Lammy drew attention to Windrush children because his parents came in on the Windrush. I think that was again in 2018. And David Lammy spoke the the same place that we went to on Ashley Road. He came down and we we met some older people from the Windrush generation. And he spoke on that, the the Windrush children. However, well, less said the better because I know Lily would say to, to, to myself, it's not the time to speak about certain things now. That's what she'd tell me. So I'm going to take a leaf out of Naturally Lily's book and not say anything on that. But you, you are right there, Ara. Um, David Lammy, well, um, he has a lot to say, but not say if you, if you get my drift there. And um, yeah, so tomorrow is National Windrush Day. And we're just really bringing the attention to, to our listeners, to you listeners, um, that it is that day and it's a day of commemoration yes KJB and, and, and don't forget there are journals out there there are books chronic, chronicling the lives of those who were part of Windrush generation so mm. if those if this interests you and you want to learn more please act, try and access some information broaden, yeah. broaden your understanding of what what our forefather forebearers had to come and do in yeah. order to pave the way for us. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's why we... If we knew more about our history, we'll know more about where we're going. Yeah, that's very true. And there's a great book. It's uh, The Life of Me, I can't remember, Small Island. That was a book... Uh, my mum actually lent it to me. Um, I read that book. I can't remember the author. And she... Hi- that's when I learned that there were servicemen 
I didn't know that there were black servicemen that came yeah. and fought in the war. Yes. But obviously that book there as well, Black Britain, has opened my eyes a bit more to the fact that, yes, that we were very present in fighting for this country. So we should have a right to it as well, right? We should definitely. And, and if you're an avid reader, there are also, can I mention, there's plays, there's been some television programmes. Mm. So maybe search how go in your search engine maybe look for a play look for some stuff online and actually get to know about some of the facts yeah. about what the Windrush generation had to do um, in order to survive and build help build this country yeah so five facts let's quickly give you five facts about the United Kingdom that will blow your mind so the first one is English wasn't always the official language here for 300 years French was the official language in England Britain drinks a lot of tea, but about 165 million cups of tea are drunk by British um, every single day. Then the tea, where does it come from? India. India, that's right. China. And London subways are iconic. So London was the first city in the world to have underground subways. And guess who built them? Well, we know, yes. Thank you. And long live the Queen. Queen Elizabeth II is the longest reigning monarch ever. And everyone stays close to the beach. The furthest that any UK town is from the coastline is 72 miles. All right, so that's five facts there about the United Kingdom. All right, so why um, Windrush Day is important. It does celebrate diversity. It celebrates history, which, which we need. We need history because there's a lot of people out there that are... are misinformed mm, absolutely it promote, about, about our history it promotes harmonious future as well so like you said um dj kjb we've got to look back in order to look forward i always say that's one of our mottos we do need to know our history to know was it bob miley said um to know your history to know where you're coming from if you know history know you know where you're coming from buffalo soldier right buffalo soldier amazing so it, tomorrow is the 22nd of june and it is Windwash Day, so mm-hmm. how are you going to celebrate it? Let us know. We'll see y'all in five. This is the station with all your music in one place. I'm with both 77. And I'm naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show. Every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8 p.m. We discuss fun facts, the word of the day, and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room. Dominution Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up ravings. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 
£10 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again. Are you? Join the pink frilly tutus. Join the walkers, the joggers, the runners. Join the people remembering friends, family, loved ones. Join the kids, the mothers, the grannies. Join those who are living with cancer. Join those who have beaten it. Join the most fantastic day. Join the 5 and 10k events making a difference in the fight to beat cancer. Join the girls this summer at Tesco and Cancer Research UK's Race for Life. Join now. Find an event near you at raceforlife.org. Hi, I'm Eric, 30, looking for a girlfriend. I've got a good job, keep fit, have a mental health problem. Laid back, but... I know, you lost interest after I said mental health problem. You're not alone. When I put this dating ad online, I received 81% less interest than the exact same ad two weeks before. The only difference? Back then, I didn't mention my mental health problem. It's the assumptions you make about people with mental health problems that hurt the most. To see Eric's story, search online for time to change. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. Flavors Radio. Everybody, George Flavors in the chat room, Bella Ara, Joy McKay. Some shout out guests 573, Marjak and Anisha. How are you doing, guys? Sending love to Tai Tai, Issa, and Anaya. Just giving a big shout out to John J.E. 
can catch John J.E. on a Sunday morning. And also 80 Francis. The Love Doctor. the sounds of Brenda Russell so good so right we love this song here little song done by Donny Hathaway love 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 and that's what the world needs Even Norbert from Castry is a shout. I'm not forgetting Mark Philogene. How you doing, Mark? And love, love, your love. You can catch Mark on a Monday and a Sunday. All the time. Each time I tried to find someone to take a place, it was all in vain. Not forgetting DJ Nigel. Get Nigel Saturday, Sunday from eight till ten. Giving the youngers a shout out. And then Jamaica and the Russells and the Harzes. As well as the Fletchers. Sending y'all love, peace and light. Big shout out to Pele Hoxton. How you doing, Pele? Great to see you on board. Day by day, I'm falling more in love with you, and that's no Don't forget, guys, we're giving away two free tickets for the dance on the 16th of July. You're going to be in the chance, in for the chance to win. Billy Ray Valentine a shout out great stuff on Sunday evening 6 o'clock as well as Darnell the therapist and Charlie Muir not forgetting DJ Slim sending you and the family best wishes also so we've been talking tonight 
um, quite a few things, haven't we? Let's just go to our um, audience question. And the question is, do churches exploit their members or do they genuinely have a loving concern for them? And that is on the back of a church called Spack Nation. They uh, were doing quite a lot of bad things. We're going to go in and speak about them um, just after our word of the day. We also spoke about it's National Selfie Day, isn't it, J- yes. DJKJB? Yes, it is. So if, if, you, if you're feeling blue, get your old selfie stick out or just get your phone out and take yourself a selfie. Take a selfie. Raise yes. your spirits. As well as it's, smile on your face. tomorrow is History of the Windrush Day, National Windrush Day. All right, so we can all celebrate it doing various different things. And really, it's an observation and remembrance of our forefathers that came to this country, built up this country, and really just a remembrance of the things that they've done for the UK, mm, really, mm, isn't it? Mm, yeah, because you can take a lot from the way they presented themselves mm. how they they worked hard they did the right things yes yep. it was tough but they got through but they succeeded so there's a lot we can take from that absolutely absolutely and if you know um, it's been um, really lovely thank you um joy mckay and ara in the comments our memories i was sorry i would have rewound that one for you joy never mind next time maybe we'll play it again at the end of the show um just really for your comments um guys in regards to windrush and i didn't realize joy mckay that um that david lammy was being investigated and that's right it was andrea levy that wrote small island uh it, it was a there was a british play british series on is it on it as yeah, well it was it's actually really yeah, really yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. and small acts as well remember small acts yes yeah because that, that showed quite a few mm. of, of our um generation Dif- yeah, but i don't know if they, it was more uh, yeah they sh- they showed some things as regards to the 70s yeah that's what i mean so much to win yeah, yeah, generation no, but it's just it just it ties in with some of the history it just ties, yeah. it all ties in definitely it ties in, definitely because we do have a culture we did bring culture we did bring vibrancy i mean look at the notting hill carnival all these things they didn't exist before we came and yet these things came into to play because of the things that our west indian um families missed back home that they wanted to bring some of that culture to this country and look it's one of the biggest uh carnivals in europe the the notting hill carnival so lots of great things that our ancestors brought to these shores and we should be so proud of. So, yes, we should celebrate the Windrush with them. So our word for the day, I, I tell you, I could not pronunciate this. It's prescience, pre, prescience, 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 prescience. And it's spelled P-R-E-S-C-I-E-N-C-E. I thought it was pre-science, but it's not. It's prescience, P-R-E-S-C-I-E-N-C-E. This is our word for the day prescience okay prescience so i don't know if you've ever heard this word before because i know i definitely haven't heard it um dj kjb you heard it before no this is the first time (laughs) so i'm gonna allow you to carry on all right so what does it mean prescience it actually means the ability to see or anticipate what will or might happen in the future prescience okay yeah i can kind of get it stacy had the prescience to know that the stock's value wasn't going to remain high forever and she managed to sell it 
just before it started to decrease. Something that's been going on in the crypto and the stock market at the moment, everything is down, but things if it goes down, it will definitely go back up again. So what is prescience in this context, um, DJ KJB? Well, I want to say, I want to make a statement and hopefully it will be seen in this context. <laughs> okay. It says, has the author of some of the most searing indictments of the damage governments and people can do, George Orwell has become synonymous with the kind of prescience most artists only dream of. I, I agree with that because when we look at, again, we've re, um, spoken of his book, is it 1914? 1918, 1919. I can't remember the I book, guys. Well. 1914, oh, 19, I'm sure it was. Like, yeah, I think it's 1914. Yeah, well, he had the prescience, okay, to predict a lot of what is actually going on today. Right? 1984. 1984. That's right. 1984. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get closer. We'll so, get closer. So him as an author was able to have that foresight, that, that view, that prescience of what was coming in the future. And I think that's what prescience actually means, to have that mm. foresight, to, mm. to have the ability or anticipate what might happen in the future. You know, the Bible. Okay. We can talk about the Bible having... Prescience. Prescience. Yes. Revelations. True. True. But that's all very symbolic, isn't it? How are you going to put that I'm into just, I'm just putting it out there. Perspective. You put, put it out I'm there, but... I'm putting it out there. I'm just saying. Kind of breaking it down and someone's got to kind of explain. Whereas no, George I'm, Orwell, he spoke of the the watchers. He spoke spoke of the... What was it? You know, the, the, the police that would um, come into your house and watch... The, they're watching what you're doing. We yeah. have all that today, don't we? Yeah, we yeah, we have I, yeah. Um, intelligence, isn't it? Mm. IG, is it AI? Uh, AI, sorry, AI. That's right. Correct. You see, so prescience, the ability to see or anticipate what will or might happen. Because I know um, Nostradamus is it Nostradamus yes. who predicted yeah, yeah, he had prescience, yeah, or maybe the Bible does. I, um, it, some things are coming true. I'm just putting some it. Things, just putting know, it out there. I'm putting it. Our listeners can, you know, can 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 write in, drop us a line. Let us know if you think that the Bible has prescience That's to tell the future. All right, because that is exactly what it what it means, or anticipate, or have the ability um, to know what's going to happen in the future. So, did you know? If you know the origin of science, you already know half the story of prescience. Science comes from the Latin verb sio scire, to know also source of such words of conscience, conscious and om, omniscience, omniscience. Prescience has as its ancestor a word that attached pre or predecessor or pre to the root to make prescribe meaning to know before hand prescribe a bit like prescribe isn't it yeah but you can only prescribe mm. after you know okay does that make sense Am yeah I making sense so you go to the doctor they'll prescribe you, or give you something yeah that once, they feel will make you better once they understand your concerns okay so prescribe is actually to know beforehand mm, mm, so mm. yeah if we know the word science and the science comes from the latin verb skyo to know so that is actually where prescience comes from so get a word of the day 
in your inbox every single day, build on your vocabulary. Yes, DJKB? No, 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 no. I, I totally agree. These words of the day are brilliant. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Joy McKay says, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Good evening, Chrissy. How are you doing? I hope you've had a wonderful day today. And yeah, Jeremiah did speak a lot on prophecy. Daniel as well. Yeah. We were saying that the other day about Daniel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That he yeah. said everything will be written down until the end yeah. and then the, the knowledge will become abundant yeah. in the earth. And we, we are, that is something that we are actually seeing today, isn't it? Beautiful listeners. So pres- pre- prescience, prescience to have the ability to see or anticipate what will or might happen in the future. So what's going to happen in the future now is we're going to go into our question for today. And that is, that is. Do churches exploit their members or do they genuinely have a loving concern for them? Mm, It's quite a deep question. Now, we're not going into anything religious. However, it's on the back of this church, this church, okay, called... I was saying it, I've been saying it all all evening and now I've, I've forgotten what it is. And there was something really important that I needed to mention, but I'll mention that at the end. Um, we're going to find the article for you just now. SPAC Nation. Okay. Have you, listeners, have you heard of a church called SPAC Nation? Did you, have you heard of it, DJ KJB? I only heard of it yeah. because it was mentioned on a show. Okay, one that we've done previously. Yeah, previous. and yeah, what done previously. Yeah. Um, again, talking about AI. Okay. There was something about AI mm. mentioned, and this was a church that was brought to our attention um, through, the ch- through the show. Yeah, so SPAC Nation. So the government, UK government, has actually shut down this Nigerian-owned church over a lot of fraud. Now, I think we, we did bring it up that they were getting these young people to take out loans and all this kind of thing. So it says a UK court concluded to suit against SPAC Nation on the 9th of June 2022 before Judge Burton and government agency, the insolvency service announced. The church known to carry out humanitarian courses has been hit by allegations of financial exploitation and abuses of its members, who mainly comprised of young people from impoverished communities. Now, that in itself is quite sad, isn't it? It's sad, but and did you notice it says has been hit by allegations? Allegations, so yeah. So I'm assuming it's still going to court, and because allegations have to be proved. Mm, of course, it does. It has to be bit proved. like that. Bit like that um, other preacher that had millions of pounds, was living in a million pound mansion, driving a really expensive car and wearing really uh expensive uh designer outfits mm, mm. and he kept putting them down as tax claims but what about the parishioners we're going to go on and just um look a bit more into this spac nation okay mm-hmm. so they claimed it had a noble uh, noble intention to support vulnerable and young people but the inquiries uncovered a different side of the charity so they were an actual charity um, Edna Okhiri, our chief invest- investigator for the insolvency service, said there were clear concerns around how the church group managed its affairs and SPAC Nation failed to properly account for income received from donations and other expenditures. So their accounting wasn't too great, was it? Yeah. It says there, there were also claims pastors allegedly 
pressured young people in the congregation to sell their own blood Mm-mm. to raise funds. This practice was referred to as bleeding the seed. Oh, no, that's really quite sad, isn't it? It's very, very sad that they, they would do such a thing. So, th- so this is obviously in court at the moment, mm-hmm. um, this whole Spagnation thing. The court heard that Spagnation was incorporated in 2012 as a charity set up to advance vulnerable people, youths and offenders. And the insolvency service received complaints about Spagnation before investigating its own inquiries, inquiries into the church's group activities. So... You know, it's. It says further inquiries found that SPAC Nation either failed to comply or only partially complied with statutory requirements, including providing data to support claimed donations and accounting records to support the 1.87 million of spending. Wow. That's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, when we think 1.87 million pounds isn't a lot of money, considering it might be. a a few people within the organisation. However, it's the fact that they were getting these young people to sign up loans, to sell their blood, all this kind of stuff. They're raking in the money, okay? And really they're not doing what they've said that they would do as a charity. So the charity was there to help, particularly help, young, vulnerable people, youth and offenders. Do you think they've done that? That's a very good question. We'd have to wait and see because all these allegations and 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 um, you inquiries. Keep saying that. No, no, I'm just saying. They, they, I'm just going by what I'm being told here. The inquiries that they're ongoing. But if that's the case, if they were using young people in that way, yeah, then the question you posed mm. is clearly they're not looking after those who they. Say no because they were meant to support. They were they had a big house, like we said, and before it was a mansion that they had, but there was a lot of young people stuffed into rooms. There was, you know, a lot of young people, up to five, six, seven, eight, um, young people stuffed in these rooms, and they were getting them to um, fill out application forms for loans for certain things. So when they take the loan out, they'd take that from the young person. And then they'd have to mm. obviously be left with all of these the 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 loans to the to pay to pay back. It's you true, and, and it's interesting. Even now, mm. it's clear that they're not providing the information necessarily to be able to justify that one point eight seven million. Because yeah. the insolvency service and charities commission are saying, "All right, we need this information." You're saying that. You're a Christian group. You do Christian activities. You're here to to, to support the vulnerable, the poor, um, those who've been through the criminal system. Mm. Okay, so where are your accounts to show this? That's right. And they're still waiting for the accounts. So it's really going back to that question, listeners, about church members or the church. Um, Someone did correct me online saying that the church is a building, but often the pastor will say, does, is a church an agreement? And that's that's the whole, the body of the members that are attending the actual um, church, yeah? Well, yeah? well norm- normally what you have, I'm assuming normally you have a group of people 
who mm. are on a board, sit on a board. You have what a head, and then you've got a group of individuals who make decisions on behalf of the mm. congregation who dip in their pocket and provide yeah. um, tithing, I don't know, or contributions. And that con- those contributions is decided upon what they go towards. Mm. But it's interesting, I'm assuming it's the board members within the church that make those decisions, not the whole congregation. So the whole congregation, the congregation will, will provide, give. will give, <laughs> but it's only a section yeah. of a particular, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, of the church that will make those informed decisions on yeah. behalf of the congregation. Of the congregation. But is it in their favour? That's the next question, because you could be tithing. And, and um, Joy McKay, you do make a, a valid point there about where's the proof it might be a setup. However, I mean, they've brought these allegations It's against this church. And why why would the congregation bring allegations if there's not something in it? And why would there be um, outside agencies involved? Mm, yeah. And if outside agencies are involved, if there is no issues within within that organisation, why do they not provide the information that they've mm. been asked to provide? Yeah. If, if you are supposedly representing the almighty... Then yeah. you sh- you should be able to straightforward. Be, it straight should now, be clarified. It? it should be it should be clear. Yeah. There should be no there should be no second guessing. There should be no holding back of information. Yeah. You should just provide what you've been asked to do. Because mm. you're being led by what? What you've been led by, then that's the case. The sad thing is that allegations were brought against this back nation in twenty nineteen, but the police dropped the investigation in twenty twenty. Now two years on they've shut the whole operation down. Well, it's interesting. A lot of churches, although they get shut down, mm. they use other avenues in order to navigate their way back out again. <laughs> it's quite, we went for a walk the other day and you saw in one of the churches, what was it that you saw? Yeah, bailiff. Right. They were on the door. On the on door, the actually door. ready. The, yeah. the, 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 they could not enter the property because the company had made it clear that anything within the, the building yeah. was now up for for repossession. Wow. So we've asked that question, beautiful people, about church and do they exploit their members? What does Joy McKay say here? It's not the synagogue. Um, it's not the synagogue that is the church or the temple or the mosque. It's the people. Okay, very true. So it's not the building. We know it's not the building. Um, however, but I'm just saying these individuals are being led by yeah. a group or an individual. Yeah. So we know it's not the building, but the building is still being represented. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you know, it's being represented. The church has a name and that name is being represented by these individuals. And these individuals are representing themselves as, as a church. Or, and what's worse is it's representation of God. Well, that's debatable. Doing it under the guise you know, of that, right? Not, you notice I never said that. Yeah. But I hear what you're okay. saying. Yes. Because at the, at the end of the day, they, they are representing mm. a building. They're representing their church, which has an ethos. Yeah. Which, which, which has um, 
something in writing to say this is what we do mm. because at the end of the day they can't be set up without something in writing because they have to go through companies house they have to go mm. through um stringent um laws to be set up has an yeah. organization yeah there's so a protocol there's there? a protocol that's why they've been investigated because they've broken that protocol they've broken those rules yeah um, so therefore, who are they? Again, I ask, who are they representing? Um, Joy McKay makes a really good point as well. She said, "It's uh, it's your choice to be or not be exploited. You are the church. It is written. Read it. Scriptures. Read it in the scriptures." So I, I think that a lot of vulnerable people, though, like it says, with this stagnation, it was young, vulnerable adults young youth offenders you know vulnerable people so they're young as well so as well as um uh, uh being young that they don't have no direction in some cases we can see that and they were a charity that were meant to be helping these young people and also although some although we're talking about vulnerable ind- individuals which i mm. appreciate they would have been a lot of educated people Right. associated with that organisation. There were young people, but these young people were in a position or a place. Yeah. And therefore they understood that. And I think it was particularly though it, for the fun, with yeah, vulnerable yeah, young I people. Appreciate, and you can understand why, because they, 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 were, they were in a position where they were searching. Yeah. Because that's what people who they, they search. They, they look When you're in a vulnerable position, you do search out. You look for ways in which you can improve your life. Yeah. So if some, someone or organisation or someone representing an organisation comes along mm. and says the right thing to you, you will, in the end, buy into that. Mm. Even though you might see things that you might not agree with, but because it's, it's touched it's touched a nerve of you mm. you see, you see the individuals you see how they act you want to be you, you want to be you, you start wanting to become part of that the thing is i mean joy said that the choice of individuals you need to study the written word stop looking to man however sometimes you can be blindsided sometimes you you can be so low and someone comes with a message that just kind of rings true it's with true. you in that moment. Yeah, but that's what they do. They hit. They call. They, they you call it the hot spot. Right. They call it a hot spot. Everybody has a hot spot. Right. And and sometimes when you're like you're saying when you're at that lowest ebb. Yeah. Someone will say something that resonates with you, mm. and mm. that's how it starts. You may not hundred percent agree with everything that person says, but it hits something. Point. It gets that point, and that's the point that sticks with you. So. What is the point? What is the point when it comes to us speaking here and asking that question about churches exploiting their members or do they generally have a loving concern for them? Because there must be some places of worship that you can possibly go where there is a loving concern for the members. And it's not about the money. No, I think I think every organisation has a place because that's how these organisations function yeah. they function on compassion they they function on 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 understanding they they function on on d- decreasing social isolation mm. they function on those the premises that what they're saying resonates with you that's why you're drawn in yeah. you're you're mixing with like-minded people like-minded people not just mind but heart 
So there is a, there are places like that. What we're talking about are places that use all those attributes and turn it into something else. Right. And misuse it. And so misuse misused. it. Yes. That's yeah. what we're talking about. So we're not condemning. Yeah. Condemning all organizations that no. are out there because there are a lot of good organizations that are doing a lot of good things. And it's not necessarily just the church, is it? There's exactly. there's a lot of fraudulent places, other fraudulent places people doing fraud. There is, but they're doing mm. it they're doing it in a way that is acceptable. Yeah. In the sense that they're they it's acceptable for the fact that they've drawn these people in and they've used mm. these people's emotions and feelings in order to get what they want. That's terrible. That's terrible. And you are right there too as well, Joy, that money and needs. So the need is for the person to be appeased in a way. Well, the person wants to be loved. They want to be yeah, beloved. Accepted. They want to be accepted. They want Validation. to feel belonged. They, <laughs> yeah. want, they want all that. They want that. So the, the, the pull is because don't forget they were a charity. So they would have been given money from the government possibly. They would have probably raised funding, all that kind of stuff. It's hard, it's hard to and know. they've used it in the wrong way. But the young people were funding them as well. Yeah, but in that case. when you think about the 1.87 million, and now to, to a lot of people, oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That is a yeah, lot of do money. With it. Yeah. So these, these youngsters or these vulnerable people must be asking themselves, whoa. <laughs> What happened? Yeah, but how will it be paid back as well? That's the, ne- well, that's the next question. No disrespect, were... these people are long gone, Tasha. Wow. These people are long gone. Well, yeah, like it says, that, that they're under investigation and let's yeah. hope that there's a good outcome. And prayer does, Joy says prayer does work, yeah, and will lead all who seek him. Um, yeah. Well, we, 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 as I said, we're talking about organisations. Mm. Mm. Now, if someone is... is 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 representing you on behalf of of a higher power yeah. power then there there is there is going to be issues it's quite interesting in you there's saying that there's going to be issues let's do this before we go to maybe a quick a short music break because the time has gone so quick tonight i was um listening to my you know i do my daily devotion and so forth in the morning and one point that i can't remember who said it I think it was something to do with Buddhism or something like that. And he says that a lot of people are looking for answers. A lot of people are searching. So they will look for a leader. So they will, I can't remember the word that he mentioned what they are. Charismatic. No, no, not, nothing to do with charismatic, but some people want to be led. Whereas like some sheep. people will be enlightened and they'll go off on the journey on their own and find themselves. Totally agree with yeah. this. I that I see where you Now, I thought about it and I thought, well, Jesus done that. If we're looking at Jesus Christ, he went off into the wilderness on his own. He wasn't led by another man. He went and was enlightened and then obviously came back and gave off the teachings and so forth and so forth. Right? So some people are led by someone, someone else, so they'll follow where some will go off and be enlightened. But that's for that's a whole other story. That's how, but that was just in um, something that I kind of thought, oh, wow, and took a step back and had, had a deep think about that one. Because are we being led and then being led like lambs to a slaughter because of the things that these other people are doing to our detriment? Yeah, but like I said, like, like I, I hear what you're saying. Mm. Because... 
they're doing it in a way that it's like they've been they 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 are leading. Yeah. But they're leading in a way to soften. They're softening the individuals. It's like sheep. When you when you look at sheep yeah, to manipulate them. That's the whole point. <laughs> to manipulate them. That's, that's wrong. A, that, yeah, but that's only wrong when the individual finds out. So that's out. not godly, I'm sorry. That's not but we're that's not talking all, about religion. I'm but, not talking you know, about I'm just saying that's yeah. what happens. And then sometimes by the time you realise you've been led to a place that mm. you cannot get out of. It's too and by late. the time you've turned around, the person who was leading you has disappeared. Yeah, it's gone. Long gone with all your money and with your, your, your whole hope and everything. But then, you, and then you've got to rebuild everything. So, beautiful people, we're going to go to a, um, just to a short break and then we're going to come back. And um, like we say, you can always call in, call in, and let us know what your thoughts are, because your thoughts matter to us as well, because we'd like to know what you think. And thank you so much for interacting with us today in the chat room. Come and join us in the chat room and um, join in on the conversation. We'll see y'all in five.
Shout out the chat room crew. How you all doing out there? Bella Ara from Munich. Chrissy from Middlesex. You right, Chrissy? Family. Joy McKay from London. Pele Hoxton. How you doing, Pele? And not forget, don't forget, you can catch Laro after us from 8 till 10 tonight. I'm giving a big shout out to guest 573. Earth Strong Week. Yes, I will be Forever 21 on Saturday. So you guys can come down and join us. On Saturday, we have a school fate and we'll be performing down there and continuing the celebrations later into the evening. Sounds of Phil Perry. Call me. Oh, that was a beautiful rendition because I, I I recall this um, track from um, from Aretha Franklin, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I recall Aretha Franklin doing this one. So beautiful people. I cannot believe it is the twenty first of June. Time is running, running, running away from us. And there was a section on the show that we actually wanted to uh, speak to you on because it's quite important. But what we're going to do is put out the question again for the competition. And who was the lead abolitionist um, or who led the um, abolition? I can never say this word. Who led the the abolition? (laughs) Crusade. crusade against slavery. Yes, in this in the UK. So this was um, in the Windrush Day um, timeline. So who read? Who led that crusade and uh, that um, abolishing slavery? Okay, and you can win yourself two tickets for the Theresa Joanne on the sixteenth of July to come down and celebrate with us and get together. I mean, we've not been able to get out for a while so come down and spend some time with the djs with everyone um from the station and get to take a selfie all right so we're also calling out as well we're giving a big shout out to um, fm global uk and unity fm st lucia they are working alongside with us so wonderful to have you all on board you can get the unity fm st lucia 90.5 um, FM okay and also FM Global UK uh, so what I wanted to speak to you quickly about beautiful people is the fact that there's a new legislation or new bill so this is a law that's come out in parliament I will put a link inside the chat box so you can tap into it if you want to but it's a school bill that changes um, really for parents of schools in uh, for parents of children in schools, the school bill represents a frightening power grab 
by the DfE, this is the Department for Education, and even former education ministers in the House of Lords have raised concerns over that um, bill. So all schools must become academies, which is a really bad idea, um, ending the dual system under which church schools have always operated. Um, new academies can only have state-provided sites, closing the future possibility that any new school can be set up. In fact, the DfE <coughs> wants to prevent any new school from being set up or new church school being set up. Um, schools' governances can be decided by the DfE as a bill gives the DfE power to remove governors and replace them itself. It's it's an extensive bill, and I really wish that we'd have gone through it. Maybe we'll go through this next week. What do you think, um, KJB? I, I think it's important to, to go through it, um, maybe condense some of the information. Yeah. Uh, take out the important points, uh, maybe, because there's a lot, it contains a lot of information. But basically, it just takes away the power from the governors and from yeah. the parents. And putting it under one umbrella, um, the DfE. and DFE, and so they'll make decisions regarding uh, paying conditions, um, how the school is run, who can um, banning teachers from teaching. To some, yeah, to some saying how the school is run, yeah. paying conditions, how parents interact within the school. Um, it changes everything. It's a it's a game changer for parents. So it's so I think it's vitally important that we give this credence. Yeah, so we'll maybe cover next this week next we'll, week. We'll, we'll give it a bit more time. But if you can, in the meantime, please um, have a look at it on the got um, dot gov website or the Parliament website. I have put a link in the box so you can uh, familiarise yourself with it, and then we will definitely go through this next week because it's of the utmost importance yes we're coming to the end of the school year and we all break up in july the 16th i think it is around that time um so we've got about three weeks left of school but when you the students are going back into school these laws are going to be there and as well as having schools as academies i mean this is something we'll discuss next week right yeah, is what i'm saying and it, it, it's a game changer because there's some schools that will not be able to be set up under, mm. under this new legislation. Yeah. So I, I think it's important that we, we we definitely come back to it. Awesome. So we just want to go to, we, I know we were um, speaking of that question earlier about churches, um, do they exploit their members or do they generally have loving concern for them? And as um, you brought out, there are some that do have that loving concern, but there are others that uh, may be not so loving. And we did get quite a big response to this on Facebook. Um, Don Chambers said that they're the opposite to loan sharks, always wanting you to put more and more. And is their sussed collection box, is it sussed collection box mm-hmm. inter- with interest? So um, in his, um, Don's case, he feels that they're loan sharks. Yeah. Let's have a look at some more of these comments. What does Gavin say there, Ken? It says the concern of the church is mainly focused on whatever the sermon features features the most. Mm. The wallet is a strong contender. A lot of the times, like fill the basket, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because obviously it has to be linked to something, isn't mm. it? An organization can't survive on just words. Mm. Any organization needs some form of income. And I understand that, but um, I don't know if they're uh, funded by the government. I don't know, but that charity, 
if they're a charity, then they're going to be able to tap into some form of funding and then they'll raise it maybe through other means, right? However, the fact that they see you as a walking in pound sign, walking through the door, that is wrong because that's not the whole point of the reason why people are going there. And you'll find it's a lot of poor people that, you know, don't have the funds or whatever that may be going to these places. I don't think I don't think it's to do with your social standing in life. I think mm. if, like I said, oh, okay, we have a we, we have, oh, a, call. We have a, we a quick call. We just grab the phone. One minute, okay. Just going to turn you up. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi, Joy. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. I just couldn't help it. I had to call in. Yeah. Uh, because I'm I'm of the impression that this evening you are actually touching the subject that's very close to my heart. Okay. And uh, I'm saying it is not, please. We blame the church, but it is an individual we're only given one life to manage mm. and that's our own whatever we do we have to take responsibility and be accountable so if we're easily led right as i said before it's like the blind leading the blind yeah both gonna fall in a ditch but the thing is with the spac nation they the people that they were uh encroaching on were young and vulnerable people young people that are vulnerable when you, obviously when we reach a certain age we make decisions we can make decisions that are informed, solid, informed. informed. However, these well, young we're people... We're talking about the people. Right now, I think we're talking about the people going to church. Stagnation to church, right? But we you can look at all the other places. We can look at the mosque. We can look at the synagogue. We can look at the temple. They all come under the same heading yeah. as a congregation. As It's called the church outright. Because mm. Christians call it the church. It's still the same of going and it's happening everywhere. This is a worldwide problem right now yeah, where but... people are being led astray. Okay. So what I'm saying is we, the, 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 the proverb says train up a child in the way they should go. And when they are grown, they won't depart from it. That means you should seek to find out the truth of whatever you're doing. Mm. And that's why it tells you the truth will set you free. And um, we're not saying that in the case of most um, places, but in particular... No, but we can't say that in the case of stagnation, can we? Because we really no. don't know the full truth of what is happening. So right now we're speculating on something we've heard. Well, it, it has been in the news. It has, This article was taken from The Independent. It's been in the BBC News as well. It's been yeah, we know, out but there, isn't it? Because media... And at the moment, you know, th th there's so much error within yeah. everything that is happening. We need to really seek to find out what is the truth and what is the direction. But in the meantime, yeah. we need to teach the young people that they should not be turned at every wind that blow. Yeah, the sad thing is that in the and this is so sad because we come right to the end of the show that it was the young and vulnerable people that they these. Um, uh, uh, alleged to be have been pray, preying on and that's the sad thing like, yes we should yeah, teach we, young we, person yeah. I, to... I will be watching this and I will be praying about this because as I said 
there are many places that's been doing it for many years. Yeah, you know, we we've had it in the um the the churches, the Presbyterian, the Catholic. All mm. of it's been done in so many different ways. Yeah, where youth have been preyed on, but mm. it's time now for us to get up and recognize what's happening around us and start looking into our communities yeah. and further afield. Awesome. But I just thought I'd have to call and let you know. It's yeah. not always that we should blame the church. We need to look within yeah. and around us first. Well, thank you so much for your call. Thank Appreciate you so much. Thank you. And we will, we will watch this space, okay? <laughs> okay, God bless you. <laughs> Take you care. too. Good night. Bye. It's very true. Very, very true, isn't it? That yeah, but it's, it's, I agree totally with, with the caller. Uh, Joy McKay that was a fantastic call thank you very much for your input mm. um, but un unfortunately where there's sheep there's going to be wolves yes and we have to leave it there we're going to give a big shout out to all the DJs on the station following us is DJ Laro from 8 till 10 as well as AJ France 80 Francis um, from 10 till 12 and we do hope you've enjoyed the show with us tonight thank you so much for your continued support and yeah don't forget the competition still running. So two tickets out there to be one for the Teresa Joanne on the 16th of July. And I guess all we've got left to say is we will see y'all on, on the, other side. the other side. Take care. Good night. Thank you. Cause here we go, go.